Welcome back to A Journey Across Borders. This podcast is the tale of my six-month journey across 26 borders in Europe in early 2017 to discover how borders evolve, what they mean, and how they impact people's lives. You can also find this podcast as written text complete with maps, photos, and videos from the trips at ajourneyacrossborders.wordpress.com. And although this podcast is published in 2019, this piece was originally written in the summer of 2017 while I was living outside of the UK. This tale is told through eight trips, ranging from skiing in Switzerland to living in Sweden, from my attempt to summit Mont Blanc, the highest mountain in Europe, to working on illicit trade in the Netherlands. In the last episode, I covered my first trip of the year, ski racing in Switzerland. I looked at the Swiss model of borders, seeing as the country sits outside of the EU, but inside the Schengen area, and I analysed Switzerland's changing attitude to free movement. In this episode, I'm going to cover the second trip of the eight, an Erasmus Plus semester in Sweden. Number of borders crossed? Two. I'm currently studying for a master's degree, under the umbrella of the Erasmus Mundus programme, initiated by the European Commission. It's much like any other master's degree, comprising courses, papers, credits, and a final thesis, except that student mobility is at the very heart of the course. All students have to move to another university in another country for their second semester, and we're supported financially by an Erasmus Plus grant of circa €240 per month from EU funds. In my case, I had eight different EU countries to choose from, from Italy to France, from Spain to Poland, from Germany to the Czech Republic. I personally chose to spend my first semester at the University of Groningen in the Netherlands and then moved to the University of Uppsala in Sweden. There's only one thing I love more than travelling and that's moving to a new country, setting up a new life, integrating into a new culture and society and learning about a new part of the world. So Erasmus Mundus is truly ideal for me. The logistics and admin of moving country is the initial headachey part, but having moved abroad eight times already in my life, by now I'm a seasoned pro. Fortunately, both the UK and Sweden are currently EU member states, so for me, this move in January 2017 required no visa application, no immigration paperwork, no admission letter, no proof of financial support, no registration process for a Swedish identity number, and no residence permit. I simply rocked up to London Heathrow Airport, boarded a plane, and disembarked two and a half hours later in Stockholm Arlanda Airport, a fresh immigrant into my new country, Sweden. I even sent over some of my luggage separately and, thanks to EU regulations, had no delay or extra fee for customs handling or import duty. Two of my fellow classmates from non-EU countries, Serbia and China, had a more arduous immigration process to start the same masters as me, with interviews at consulates, piles of paperwork, visa application fees of €300, residence permit, working bans, among other things. At the moment, we can only speculate on what the immigration process will look like for UK citizens moving to the EU post-Brexit, as the rights of those 3.2 million EU citizens in the UK and the 1.2 million Brits in the EU are currently being negotiated as bargaining chips in the UK-EU talks. I fear the days of my hassle-free move to Sweden will end, and only hope that it won't be as arduous as the process that non-EU citizens currently endure. Beyond Brexit's impact merely on the process and paperwork behind immigration, The wider concept of Erasmus Plus is also under threat for UK students. This is the 30th anniversary year of the Erasmus Plus programme, which has seen 9 million people take part since 1987, 600,000 of those from the UK. There is even a so-called Erasmus generation of young people within Europe who have experienced life in another country, boosted their employability, 
gained intercultural awareness and developed a strong sense of a transnational European identity as a result. However, awareness rates in the UK are the lowest in the whole of the EU, with only 30% of people in the UK having ever heard of the Erasmus Plus scheme. Once the UK departs the EU, it is highly unlikely to receive any further Erasmus Plus funding from the EU, leaving the UK government to foot the £113 million annual bill. Other non-EU countries such as Norway and Iceland do pay into the scheme in order to participate, but they have both accepted the Schengen principle of free movement of people, which Brexiteers refuse to allow. Switzerland's 2014 referendum to limit immigration in fact cost the country its Erasmus Plus status as Brussels responded by suspending Switzerland's participation in the programme, forcing the Swiss government to instead fund and liaise bilateral exchanges with individual universities across Europe. It remains to be seen whether the UK will continue to take part in Erasmus Plus, the EU's flagship cultural and educational initiative, and how the immigration process may change for British citizens immigrating to EU countries post-Brexit. These are just two of the unintended side effects of Brexit's clampdown on immigration, which will unfortunately restrict the opportunities of British citizens to move, live, work and study abroad. On a side note, if you're interested in the Erasmus Mundus master's degree programmes uh, that you can do where you travel uh, from country to country for each semester, uh, both inside the EU and also outside, uh, then I've written quite a lot about it. I studied in the Netherlands for my first semester, Sweden for my second, and my third semester should have been in Mexico City. And uh, so I've written quite a bit about that on my travel blog, thewelltraveledpostcard.com. And I've also published some of the papers and um, articles I wrote during my master's on my blog as well in a separate section called The Well Travelled Journal. Uh, that's also where you'll find a link to this um, text, A Journey Across Borders, and some of my other articles um, focusing on uh, concepts such as uh, island mentality in Britain, um, nation branding, post-colonialism, a bit more on Brexit. So if you're interested in reading about that, then head over to thewelltraveledpostcard.com. Next up, though, is my third trip, a whistle-stop tour of Europe, from Sweden to the Netherlands to Italy and back to Sweden again via Germany, all in the space of about six days. Stay tuned! <laughs> 